You're listening to the Leadership Pod, episode 80 Myths about leadership that will hold you back. Welcome to The Leadership Pod, the go-to podcast for ambitious emerging leaders. I'm Kara Ronan. I'm a leadership coach and best-selling video course creator for Business Etiquette 101, Social Skills for Success, and the Assertive Communication Skills Masterclass. I created this podcast to help you build your brand, visibility, and influence so you can unlock your leadership potential. Enjoy this episode. Over my time as a leadership coach, I've heard from many emerging leaders what appear to be very valid reasons as to why they're not ready for a leadership position yet. I don't know everything I need to know. I'm not extroverted enough. I don't have the title of a leader yet. All of these are mistruths or myths that will hold you back from advancing into leadership and you listening, you might be able to relate to one or two of them. They may have held you back already from putting your hand up for a promotion or a leadership position. The whole purpose of this podcast and also my YouTube channel is to prepare you as best I can for a leadership position so that you're ready, so you're confident and so that you have the skills that you need. And part of my role is to help you overcome these mistruths, these myths that are currently holding you back or may be holding you back so they no longer hold you back in your future career. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this episode. I'm going to cover five myths that you might tell yourself from time to time that hold you back from a leadership position. So let's jump straight into myth number one. Myth number one, leaders need to have all the answers. I know it's tempting as a leader to want to appear that you have all the answers, to appear that you know everything. I get it. People come to you for advice all the time. You want to help them. If you don't provide an answer, you're probably worried that you will be embarrassed, that you might lose face, or that person might think less of you. They might question your competence. They might question whether you should be a leader or not. But I'm going to let you in on a little reality check here. Leaders don't have all the answers. You will not always have the answers as a leader. You will not always have the right answers as a leader. There will be times when you simply don't know. There will be times when you might need to research, where you might need to ask somebody else. And that's okay. The worst thing you can do as a leader is to pretend you know when you don't. If you pretend you know and you give someone the wrong answer, two things will happen. Either you will be inaccurate and give somebody the wrong advice, or the other person will know that you're faking it and they'll lose trust in you. Neither of these situations will be good for you as a leader. So when you don't know something, simply say, I don't know the answer to that question, but let me find out for you. Myth number two, leaders shouldn't show any vulnerabilities. So traditionally, the image of a leader is somebody strong, somebody who knows the direction they're going in, who doesn't have any weaknesses. This is the image of a leader that was definitely evident in the business world prior to 
you know, the 1990s or even during the 1990s. If you look at films like Wall Street, Secrets of My Success or Pretty Woman, you'll see evidence of this in those films. But today, I think this image of a leader is slightly outdated. With the work of researchers and authors like Brene Brown, you may have read some of her books, we've come to understand that leaders are human. Leaders have emotions. Leaders have vulnerabilities. Leaders aren't robots who can power through every situation with strength and conviction all of the time. The misconception that leaders can't show any vulnerabilities at any time is an unhealthy belief that will only keep you living up to unrealistic standards. It causes you to put pressure on yourself, which then causes stress, which then makes you feel like a failure when you don't live up to those unrealistic expectations that you have of yourself. Showing you have vulnerability is okay. It helps your team to be in touch with their vulnerability, helps them to face it and to overcome it. And more importantly, it helps you to appear to be more approachable, to appear to be more human. But I do want to insert a caveat here. I don't want you to feel pressure to reveal all and everything about your life. That is not what being vulnerable or showing vulnerabilities is really about, in my opinion anyway. I personally feel that breaking down that personal professional barrier completely and having no barrier at all can make it a lot more difficult for you when you lead and when you manage a team. I feel that it's really important to keep some professional distance with the people that you work with to help you lead them better, to help you position yourself in that leadership position, in that authority position that you are in. So you're probably asking yourself, well, how can you show vulnerability then? And You know, at the end of the day, it really is a personal choice for you as to how much you want to reveal to your team. I think it depends on many factors. It depends on what you feel comfortable with as a person, as a leader. It depends on who your team is, whether you feel people are going to take advantage of you or take things the wrong way or not. Uh, It might also depend who your boss is and who the company you work for is. So it depends on many, many things uh, as to how vulnerable you are. So that's why why I say it's really a personal choice for you. For those of you who are a bit more reluctant, like me, <laughs> to show you know all and everything about your life, here are some ideas to get you started. You can show vulnerability by admitting that an idea didn't work and that you have to try again. You can show vulnerability by telling people in your team, admitting that a project failed that it didn't work and you have to come up with a different strategy. You can show vulnerability by telling people or admitting you didn't know how to perform a task in the past, but now you do. You can also share or show vulnerability by sharing your thoughts, your ideas and your opinions more. And personally, I feel this is a great way to get people to know the real you. Uh, which is really the point of showing vulnerability anyway. People want to do that so that they can appear to be more human, so they can appear to be more approachable, so people can get to know the real them, right? That's what it's about at the end of the day. And sharing your thoughts, your ideas, and your, your opinions is a really effective way of doing that. 
But like I said, as to how much you reveal, it is completely up to you. It depends on those variables I mentioned before. But personally, I find if you want to get started with this, a great place to start is by admitting your failures, admitting your learnings, sharing your thoughts and your opinions with other people. Myth number three, we've always done it this way, so why change? Many of you have probably heard this one at least once in your career. You might even picture, you know, the person who said it to you. You may have had a boss who, or a leader who said that to you in the past at some stage in your career. For me, when I hear this phrase, I picture an elderly man with gray hair, a mustache, a beer belly, and wearing braces. That's a very stereotypical image, I know, but it's just what I picture. The reality is anyone can have the mindset of we've always done it this way, so why change? But this myth, this kind of mindset that you might have or that people might have, it's a very narrow-minded way of looking at leadership. It implies that there's no need for improvement. It implies that leaders should be complacent. Um, It doesn't encourage people to find new ways or better ways of doing things. In a world that is extremely competitive, We have immense pressure from the external environment, i.e. increasing inflation, interest rates. I don't think I need to, you know, repeat to to you what is going on in the external environment or the economic environment right now. But this kind of attitude in this type of environment, it won't help businesses succeed. It will encourage you to keep doing the same thing that you've always done. It will keep you playing small. It will keep you playing safe. And it will blind you from important changes in your industry and your company. Look what happened to Kodak and digital photography. You know, a new technology was invented that allowed digital photographs to be taken. Kodak's business at that time, when they were a large and booming company. It was primarily based on film photography. If you remember, film photography. I do very well. I used to have film cameras when I was young. I'd always take them on school camps and I would love taking the pictures and then wait for them to be uh, processed and printed at the film store. Anyway, when people started switching from film photography to, to digital photography, Kodak lost their market share. They were unprepared and they underestimated how many people would adopt digital photography. So they underestimated this new disruption in their industry and that caused them to lose a lot of market share. Kodak still exists today, but on a much, much smaller scale. Okay, so that is an example from a while back. Let's look at what's happening today with Meta. Recently, very recently, their share prices dropped about 75%. This is a new environment they're operating in increased inflation, increased interest rates. Can they sustain the same level of advertising revenue in an economy that is tightening? These are questions they probably are asking themselves, but these are questions that you need to ask yourself as a leader as well to make sure you don't get stuck in the mindset, we've always done it this way, so why change? Because having that type of mindset, it won't allow you to adapt. It won't allow you to pivot when you need to. When things around you change, you won't be able to change with it. As an emerging leader, you need to make sure that you stay on top of what is happening in the wider economy, in your industry, your competitors as well. What are they doing? And what is happening inside of your company? 
You need to be on top of all of these developments so that you can pivot and so you can change direction quickly when you need to. Myth number four, you need to be an extrovert. So there is a new movement in leadership where people are coming to the realization that not all leaders are extroverts. There are many successful leaders who are, in fact, introverts, who are quiet, who are reserved, who are not loud and in your face. Yet these people, these introverted leaders, they're extremely successful. You might be surprised to hear that people like Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Mark Zuckerberg, Marissa Mayer, and Elon Musk all claim to be introverts. Each one of those people I just listed is extremely successful. So why do we still have this misconception that leaders must be extroverts? Well, I think it stems from the traditional image of a leader that I talked about in myth number two, the image that somebody is strong, the image that a leader needs to be strong, knows the direction they're going in and doesn't have any weaknesses. Like I mentioned, the type of leader you would imagine from films like Wall Street, Secrets of My Success or Pretty Woman. But being an introvert is not a weakness. Being quiet, being reserved, it's not a weakness. And in fact, Susan Cain discovered when she was researching for her book, Quiet, there are many advantages to being an introvert. Introverts are really good listeners, which if you have been listening to previous episodes of this podcast or have been watching videos on my YouTube channel, you will know that listening is a critically important skill for leaders. Introverts take the time to fully understand problems rather than to rush to find the answer so that they can say it's finished or so they can say a project is done. Introverts tend to come up with the most thoughtful and thought out solutions because they take the time to fully understand the problems in the first place. And introverts also acknowledge other people's accomplishments, which if you're a leader is incredibly important because you want to acknowledge, you want to recognize the accomplishments of every person in your team. You want them to know that you see they're a great worker. You want them to know that you see they have succeeded in a specific task or a project. So all of these qualities are really important in leadership. Listening, taking the time to fully understand problems, coming up with the most thought out solutions and also acknowledging other people's accomplishments. These are all very, very important qualities in leadership. Personally, I'm fascinated by this topic of introversion and leaders. I loved the book, Quiet by Susan Cain. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend that you do. I actually created a YouTube video that was titled, This Book Stopped Me Feeling Inadequate for Being an Introvert. And that video is about that book. So I'll link to that video in the show notes if you want to check it out. So you can get my thoughts on what the book is about and exactly like the title says, how it stopped me feeling inadequate for being an introvert. So I think it's safe to say that introvert have important qualities that will make a successful leader. Myth number five, a title will make you a leader. This is what I found to be the biggest misconception about leadership, that once you get the title of a leader, you will automatically become a leader. If you've ever had a boss or a leader who was terrible, 
you will know that this isn't true. It's not the title that makes you a leader. It's not the title, your job title, the title your company gives you that makes you into a leader. It's your presence. It's your behavior. It's the way you treat people. It's the relationships you build. All of these elements come together and they help you form the reputation of being a leader. This can't be achieved overnight. It can't be achieved just with a promotion. It must be achieved over a period of time where you prove yourself that you are capable as a leader. And I recommend that you start long before you have the title of a leader. So I've talked about this in previous episodes of this podcast and YouTube videos too. But if you want to be a leader, you need to start behaving and acting like a leader before you get that leadership promotion. This is the only way that you'll convince others that you have what it takes. And it is also the only way you'll be able to convince yourself that you have what it takes too. So we've been through the five myths about leadership that could be holding you back. Let's quickly recap each of those myths. Number one, leaders need to have all the answers. Number two, leaders shouldn't show any vulnerabilities. Number three, we've always done it this way, so why change? Number four, you need to be an extrovert to be a leader. Number five, a title will make you a leader. So have any of these myths stopped you from going for a leadership position? Take a minute to think about that and reflect on your own career journey so far. Did you hold back from putting your hand up for a promotion because of one of these myths? Did you self-sabotage at some stage in your career because of one of these myths? Identify it, overcome it, so it doesn't prevent you from advancing in the future. Now, I have a ton of other episodes on my podcast that you can listen to and YouTube videos as well that you can watch. My YouTube channel is now over 11,000 subscribers as I record this episode, which is very, very exciting. And if you liked this episode, consider sharing it with a colleague, send them an email or a direct message on LinkedIn, for example, or maybe Instagram with a link to this episode. Thank you so much for watching and I will talk to you next month. hope you enjoyed this episode of the leadership pod thank you so much for listening if you did find some useful tips in this episode then please leave a review on apple Podcasts. don't forget to check out my youtube channel where you'll find videos to help you advance as an emerging leader and i would love to hear from you via social media you can find me on linkedin instagram tiktok and facebook the links are on my website take care and thanks again for listening